Hey everyone, good morning and welcome to the New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran, of course, welcome to the podcast. And, uh, well, I was tried, Rob. I tried to have us up live on Twitter this morning, but uh, the the Periscope folks are complaining about my stream speed being too fast. (laughs) Wow. Isn't that a good problem to have? (laughs) Yeah, so I was going to say, I don't think I've heard that problem ever before. That's right. So yeah. they're saying, fix your errors. And I'm like, well, we don't have any errors. We're streaming at the right speed. It's just you that won't take the stream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I mean, it, but where are we being streamed to right now? Well, Which? we're on Twitch. We're on three channels on Facebook. We're on YouTube Live. <laughs> so we're everywhere we were originally supposed to be, but we're not on on Twitter. On Twitter. So it's uh, giving me warnings. It's saying, hey, you're, the max allowed video rate <laughs> that you're allowed is uh, 5,000. And I'm, I'm okay. I'm pushing it 4,500. So uh, what, what, problem, what's right? the problem? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's, that's amazing that we're out to that many places. Uh, yeah. And, hmm. and, and really what it is, pretty... Um, it's pretty simple. Well, it's using something called uh, um, it's it's Wowza. It's it's their cloud streaming product, and you basically send them a single stream, and then you they transcode right. to uh, to multiple locations. And uh, in theory, and actually the other night when I did my first show, it was uh, it was perfect. It had no no problem whatsoever. Hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah, going out. So, hey, you know it. That's what happens when you're you're pushing things. So I did. I did try right. today. The only difference I did today was I tried to stream to two Periscope accounts, mm-hmm. and maybe it's not liking that. So, oh, okay, yeah, potentially, but it's still well, supposedly you should be able to stream to multiple ones at the same time. Right, and. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's the folks at uh, Twitter don't want you to have your audio set to higher than ninety six kilobits, and they and now they're suggesting it just it just changed. I I, I don't I don't get it. Um, well, anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> Everyone, welcome to the show. Maybe we'll re- we'll rebroadcast it on Twitter later when I figure out what's going on. <laughs> so, what account was it uh, streaming to? Just curious. I was screaming to NMS podcast and also to Geek News. So, you know, if, technically, if I get this thing figured out and and I get your actual credentials, I could actually have it streamed to your yeah. your Twitter account. And so maybe what you should do is maybe what we could do is set you could set up a temporary password and then I could log in, get the credentials locked in, and then you could uh, reset your password because I don't think the password gets... Once you have your credentials set with it, I think it's fine. But right. uh, anyway, so okay. experiment. You know, this is an experiment, folks. <laughs> yeah. And one that I thought I had the bugs worked out of. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And maybe this is, this is something that we're going to see more people doing. I haven't really heard of anybody doing as many platforms as you are well all on one one simultaneous stream yeah so what i did was it's it's like 40 let's see the 45 or 49 dollars a month and then you um 
then you pay for bandwidth. So I did a show on Thursday with it where I pushed to six locations. Everything mm-hmm. came up perfect. And I pushed uh, that. I don't know how to do the math, be honest with you, but it was 15 gigs of data uh, times, I think, 15 cents. So that's the typical, that's the cost to, uh, to make it happen. So it's, it's 15 cents a gig. If you're, they give you so much bandwidth, if you are streaming just to their platform, in other words, if you open up and you're just doing an embed from Wowza, but I'm not even using the Wowza embed. I'm just doing a pass through. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just went to the, the, Twitter account that you said that yeah you were pointing to and I don't see anything there no it's, it's I can tell it's not going to come up it's giving yeah. me errors so well I'll go back and re-experiment and play around with it because I can see on it, it says warnings mm-hmm. and before it was telling me that uh, we only want max video bit rate of 5k it, it keeps changing it's mm-hmm. what it's and it might be because I'm pushing the two accounts at once I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Um, so, so how could you know an ordinary podcaster take advantage of this? Do you think? I mean, if you load the Wowza software, can you stream just your audio um, live to all these platforms? I, or I think it, it allows you yeah. only to select audio and a transcode. Right. So right. they would need something like OBS. Mm-hmm. Um, OBS is probably, it's a free, and normally OBS is used for video. So if they used OBS and pushed and pushed, see all you, do, all you're doing is pushing what they call a, is an RTMP stream. Right. And that's what happens when you push to YouTube or you push to Facebook. Anyway, it's just an RTMP mm-hmm. stream that's going up and within the actual, and again, anyone can use OBS to stream now to Facebook live on a single camera and use their webcam or. And I don't necessarily recommend a webcam if you can afford a little higher end, if you can go with a, you know, just, you know, like a small video camera or something. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the webcams are pretty good though. Some of the ones are out there. So, you know, it, it it's, it's really not that hard to get started and expense wise. It's, it's relatively low. Mm-hmm. And the scheme of things right now, the way I'm doing this is just a one shot. We're not doing anything fancy until I, until I flip to you. And then, you know, then, it get, is where it gets complicated in a, a live video streaming situation because if you depends on the number of inputs you have is the amount of resources typically a computer will need to ingest that, have it ready mm-hmm. for distribution, be able to switch to it. So, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a TriCaster here, but I've also, I also run Wirecast on a Mac mini and that yeah. works good for two or three inputs. Mm-hmm. Um, higher end gaming laptops can handle more. Yeah. So you could probably run Wirecast in combination with Wowza and you think that might work? Wirecast with Wowza, OB, anything, really anything that yeah. will push an RTPM stream. Right. And there's, you know, there's literally a dozen programs out there that can do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had done a bunch of tests with this running, I just basically put up a, a image and I ran some tests and everything worked good. The only thing I didn't test was trying to push to two Periscope counts at once. So that I may have been pressed my luck a little bit there, but in theory, it it should have worked this morning. But it's complaining. 
but still sure. we're live on these oh. other on these yeah. uh, and in to be honest rob you know if we link your facebook account we could push to your facebook account too or a page so it made okay. me think a little bit maybe we should set up a new media show podcast page we've never really done that because it seems like to me a little overkill but yeah we, we it could. may not be a bad idea yeah you know to create a facebook page for the show yeah, yeah. so there we are and uh so hopefully next week we're live on on twitter as well <laughs> yeah so busy week in podcasting it uh, the hits just keep coming don't they Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's, um, every week we need something to talk about, Todd. So. Oh, I, I don't think we have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but there needs to be big breaking news happening. And, it, and I think, uh, we saw some cracks in the, in the armor of the podcasting space this past week a little bit. I wouldn't call it cracks. I wouldn't call it cracks in the armor. I think it's, I think it's telling. Yeah. Well, it cracks yeah, okay. something. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what right. what it's cracking into, but uh, but it's definitely something is bubbling here, and and I've been trying to trying to figure out and identify what it is that's happening. Um, but clearly, we're at the leading edge of something. Um, it, it, it's this, Rob. But I'm not sure. It's the color of my well. shirt. Right, green. It's oh, it's fall. <laughs> oh, that's true too. <laughs> That's, that's true, but it's just, it's very obvious content. Yeah. Content is hard. It is hard. Yeah. You know, and I saw, I didn't see too many people freaking out, although we did see a couple of articles come out that laid some uh, seeds of doubt in the space. Right. So, you know, and, and I had a lady call me from the Wall Street Journal. She wasn't actually, it, 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 well, I ended up not being on the Wall Street Journal. It was a sub-property to the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. And uh, she didn't disclose that, of course. And she was she she asked me, um, what is your, the question was, why is podcasting exploding? Why is the growth so dynamic? And I, was, and I had to kind of like, oh, here we go again. So yeah, right. I, I had to, th you know, throw back and no, the, the growth has been, consistent and steady and we've seen some bumps you know you know we definitely seen numbers are up a little bit but i i told her i said from my perspective it could be that my business is growing not necessarily that the podcast space is growing faster it's hard to um really put a finger on that unless you look at week to week you know that's probably a good exercise for my team is go back and look at the week to week editions of new podcasts but it's also a seasonal thing. June, July, August, the numbers aren't as high. September, October, the numbers go back up. So, um, so I basically told that the I said the reason podcasting is be, is becoming more popular, in my opinion, was that what's on mainstream right now is just sick. I mean, there is it, it and I'm gonna I. I can't hardly watch any mainstream informational television and that being news because it, it just across the board, it is nothing but this onslaught of hate and negativity. And it's just, I can't stand it. It's, and I'm surprised. And I think I've said this on the show before. I'm, I, I don't think, I think people are tired of it. And so my 
consideration is, is podcasting offers a reprieve to listen to content that they want to listen to, um, that, you know, there are political shows and so forth in podcasting and they're popular. So be that. And I think those shows are oftentimes they're talking to their demographic. I don't think they're getting a widespread of, you know, left and right listening. So it's, um, so I think that the rest of the content, the rest of the non-political content is maybe a reprieve. I don't know. I might be wrong. And that's just my gut check. That's no, I don't have no yeah. survey on that. I don't know. What do you think? Why do you think people are, are migrating to the content, Rob? Well, I mean, I, I mean, your idea that, um, that podcasting is, uh, you know, typically safer content compared to what you're seeing in the mainstream. I think that there's something to that to some degree. Um, I, I just wonder if we're seeing, you know, like you said, it's just, I think both of those two companies that, that announced their, their cutbacks, um, maybe, you know, I think there's a little bit of a common thread over there around them losing some big name talent. Um, and I think Todd, one of the big things that's always been very important to any kind of a network is to have, you know, flagship, uh, a flagship program. Mm -hmm. If you think back to, uh, twit, you know, with, you know, with Leo Laporte, would Twit have ever developed into being as big of a network that it was without Leo Laporte? You right, know? right. I, you know, so I think talent drives a lot of success of of networks in the podcasting space. And if you don't have that, and I believe both of those companies lost their their major talent that really kicked them off and got them where they are. Right. Um. So so and and maybe they never recovered from that. Um, plus, you know, people are kind of a little fickle about shows that they, they, they listen to people move from one type of show to another type of show over a period of time or, or people just switch shows and, and it's, people are constantly subscribing and unsubscribing from shows. And it just could be that those two, you know, Buzzfeed and Panopoly, they, they just weren't at the leading edge of what, where they needed to be with content to achieve that number of audience. But I do worry that it's also an indication that maybe we're not growing audience as an industry as quickly as, as we need to uh, keep all of these companies uh, flush with advertising cash. Right. Right. <laughs> Up, update. We are live now on Twitter. <laughs> oh, wow. It just decided. Okay. It just decided we're, it wanted to work. Okay. Okay. <laughs> on both on both Geek News and on NMS podcasts. <laughs> okay, well. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so you hello guys, Twitter. Yeah, t- for those of you that are just joining us on Twitter, we did have some it didn't want to work and all of a sudden it said it works, but we were too late into the process we had to go. So you're joining us midstream. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I know that yeah, I know that some have kind of seized on this moment to uh to say that, uh, you know, you have to be all in on it. You can't just do it halfway as the reason, you know, you know, somehow implying that Buzzfeed and Panoply, uh, were, were not all in on creating original content and weren't, you know, weren't doing all they could do to be successful or something like that. And, I, and that's a hard case to, to make, you know, I, 
I think most people, most of the big networks in the space, you know, they put forth a lot of effort, but you know, it's hard to manufacture hits. Yep. It's the same thing that happens in Hollywood with TV shows and movies. Not every TV show and movie is a hit, you know, mm-hmm. and, and if you're not really financially committed, I mean, I do agree with the point too, that if you're not financially committed or have deep pockets, uh, you can run into some problems. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I agree. And, but I just, it does show that there's some, you know, some thought and it, and it does, I do find it interesting, you know, and I, I talked to a few people this past week, of course, the, the megaphone thing has been out for a little while, but, um, an interview that they, they did, they basically said, Hey, we're going to come compete in the, in the hosting and, and injection space. But I'm thinking, what does that mean though? You, I yeah. Because you guys have hosting and injection. Libsyn has hosting and injection. We're just about ready to open up injection where, I mean, maybe in the next right. week or 10 days. Sure. Podbean already has hosting and, and injection. So, right. you know, and the majority of people that need injection are pro level shows. Um, so we all have a mix of, and I, I shouldn't say that there's a, there's a specific need for shows that need injection. And the average podcaster right. generally doesn't need injection. So, right. so everyone's got injection. So th- what I think it really means for a megaphone is they're probably going to more directly compete with you in your marketplace. That that's what it sounds like. Uh, but right. again, another year, I think everyone will have a marketplace. So it's again, there's, you know, I guess it all depends on who has the best uh, best ability to bring in people to the marketplace. I. I, I still yeah. think that there's a better solution for the ninety percent of shows. Well, and again, I think they're only looking to reach 10%, but that I think there's better solutions remaining for the 90% of podcasters out there that want money to pay for dinner or a car payment, not necessarily a quit your day job. You know, and for those of you that aren't, have not been in the space for a long time, in the early days of podcasting, the folks that launched, uh, Adam Curry, who launched, uh, and Ron Bloom, who launched, uh, uh, it would turn to Mevio, but what? What was the first name that they used? Podshow? Podshow, and then it was Mevio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, you know, their big their big uh, tag was, you know, quit your day job. That was the, you know, that was the goal of the company. And that was a big, you know, big thing in the early days is, you know, you're making enough money to quit your day job. And uh, that was a big talk. And I think we've found over the years that, you know, five to eight percent have been able to figure out how to quit their day job, and the rest of us are just continuing to have fun creating content with our friends and creating content for the, the niche people that we reach and our in our our base of listeners. And that's where I think, at least, Rob, in my opinion, where maybe some of these bigger companies haven't figured it out mm-hmm. because. Yeah this space is still largely driven by indies and yeah, there's going to be some big hits, but it's the indies that are creating all this cool content. And it's, again, it runs the gamut. Now, some, some people are going to argue, well, it's, it's crap. Well, I would, I say, no, I don't think it is. I think everyone's opinion is good. And it's good to have lots of opinions out there. We don't want this space controlled by the, 
mega uh, mega companies. We want podcasters that are independent to right. control this space. Well, that's that's who built it, and that's how it's been growing. Uh, if you look at the, the the vast majority of the podcast listening out there, it's it's listening to indie shows. Um, I don't know. It's I did notice here, Todd, that uh, it looks like I don't know. Is this something? Um, it looks like we're streaming live video on Twitter. Is that? Oh yes, we are. Uh, we are live video on Twitter. Uh, not, it's, it's not live audio. It's no, live video. I it's it was just going to be live audio. No, okay. live video. I, it's you know when it's been available for a while. We, I just didn't know. It's through Periscope. <laughs> ah, there you go. There's your gateway. It's this is, and here's the thing. All you got to do is yeah. read for five minutes. <laughs> Someone was Who listening. Has time for that. Someone's and, and, and it's God's truth. Someone sent me an email said, "Todd, just go over to Periscope.tv and create your account and go live. You're on Twitter." And I'm like, "Doll," <laughs> <laughs> you know, and put a dunce cap on my head. You know, like I'm supposed to know these things. <laughs> well, because. They made an announcement last week that they were live audio. Right? right. And I was all, and you probably can do that through this feature. Right. right. <laughs> well, again, the live audio is through your, I think through your phone, not through your, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So we've been missing out and just, it only costs us 50 bucks a month plus bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> just 50 bucks a month. Well, in, in all honesty, though, Remember for years, you guys are going to laugh. They're listening. For years, I complained and complained and complained. I don't have, living here in Hawaii, yeah, we got, we got, now I have one gig, but I still only have 30 megs up. And I've always wanted to push to all these locations, but it's been impossible because I just didn't have, okay, I've got the TriCaster. I can do two outputs from that. I can run Wirecast. I can do another output from that. I can do live stream. I can push in, so I can really maybe push four if I'm, and, right. But you can't be on the call. <laughs> right. So this just completely, matter of fact, we will do an experiment in another week where you're not on that network. And you'll be oh. on the main network. And then if I can, if it works, then potentially I can save myself 80 bucks and, and cancel that internet connection. So, oh. yeah. Okay. Well, that'd be... <laughs> That does save you a little money. That's for sure. Spend 50 to save 80. So you made a post I saw in the um, podcast group, Facebook group about uh, Spotify. So I thought that was an interesting post that you, you made in there. And, and I would say that there's something to that though. The reality of people having higher interest in Spotify, I guess I should set up what the post was about. But you're saying people are more interested in getting into podcasting to get into Spotify than getting into podcasting and get into Apple. And and um, even Dave Jackson backed me up a little bit on it. He no, said the I, same thing. Yeah, I had two shows this week that that were not in Spotify, and they specifically created an account on Spreaker so they could get into Spotify. They didn't say anything about Apple. Right. Because I guess they were already in Apple. Mm-hmm. So I, Part of this is being driven based on there's um, um, shows out there that still haven't gotten themselves into Spotify um, that are either doing their own self-hosting or they just they're they have it hosted somewhere like uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, 
And I, from what I understand, SoundCloud does not have a distribution deal with Spotify. I wonder why. Um, but, but it's, yeah. So, so I agree with you, but if you look at the numbers, I don't know if you've looked at the overall numbers of the percentage of downloads or not plays more than downloads, um, that are coming out of Spotify compared to Apple for us is around Spotify is getting about 10% of the, of the overall traffic of but, uh, our, our, our platform where Apple's getting about 50 to 60. But Rob, you let's, yeah. let's be careful in saying 10%, 10% of what? Yeah. 30 seconds. I, well, I agree with you. I okay. agree with you. It's not clear. And I don't know that we're entirely clear on what they're delivering through the API. Yeah. So, so what, well, what yeah. they're delivering through the APIs if someone, so let's just be clear. Let me clear up the stats thing first. We've talked about it on right, here already, right, but right. Spotify is counting a listen. If someone has listened to an episode for at least 30 seconds, right? They're considering changing that to a minute, which I think would be good. I would rather see it like five minutes. It would make me feel a lot better too. But right. so someone is, they're saying that they're reporting a listen. If someone's listened at least 30 seconds, well, right. that, is um to me is a red flag um right. so what i would what i suggest is everyone that's on spotify that's getting good numbers you need to start asking your spotify audience specifically to check in and you need to specifically set up a spotify survey say only spotify listeners if you're listening right now via spotify go to this url and fill this survey out if you can get 10% of the 100% of the listens they say you're getting and get a handle on what's going on with your Spotify audience, I think it's would be a good thing. Right. Um, because we just don't know. And then, and again, I had someone the other day say, well, I had, uh, you know, I got 8% of my, um, down. I said, no, it's not a download. It's a listen. I had 8% of my, yeah, it's eight, a listen. 8% yeah. of and I said, so he said, how do I report that to my advertiser? I said, I don't know. <laughs> right. I said, you should report downloads and you should report listens. And you have to disclose in the listens that, that right. Spotify, and then maybe he's no better than, uh, who knows. But anyway, I said, be careful. <laughs> and uh, but going back to my Facebook post, what really kind of drove this is, my support team, we're on Slack, we have this back channel, and we have this rant box. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's just like when someone is like, Wah! you know, they put in a rant. And uh, those rants can be very comical. Mm -hmm. We love our customers, like just like you guys do. But sometimes customers can be trying. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> And it's Sometimes okay. Sometimes you have to fire customers. It's 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 okay. It's part of the process. We you know we understand it. And as I tell the right. support team, that's what you're getting paid for, <laughs> is right. to take care of the customers. Yes, they're aggravating. Smile, be nice. They just don't get it. Help them. Let's get them up. Let's get them running. Let's make sure they don't pod fade. Da, 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 right. So you know right. the, the team's on board, but still every time every. Once in a while, it's we're not like in cubicles together, where someone can stand up and and say. F, 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 you know, they can't, <laughs> they can't rant to the office space, you know, so that's our little rant channel. So right. the, um, <laughs> so the support team's telling me, 
we're in, and this is part of the limitation in this. So when Spotify automated the submission process through an API, right. uh, we go through and basically we, there's some things that we do make sure the show is good to go. And we, we hit a, basically a, a submit system and it submits them over there to be processed. And we do that uh, once a day. Well, immediately Spotify will come back and say, yep, you're good. All of them are good. And within a 24 right. hours, the listings will populate and the shows will be on there. If they have all their metadata correctly in there. Or if they even have an episode, right? Well, the, we, <laughs> we do check for an episode. But one yeah. thing we weren't checking for, and which we're going to have to check for, was like a basic thing like a description. Right. So if you go to Apple and you sum, try to submit your RSS feed and it is, it rejects it because there's no description. It'll, it'll say, yeah, sorry, you don't have an author title. You don't have a description. You don't have a show title. You, 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 there's an error. You can't submit right. this show. Right. No such thing with Spotify. So, you know, right. the Spotify's put it upon us to do validation of the feeds to make sure all this data is there. Well, we didn't know that they weren't going to check the feeds. They just say, hey, you're in. <laughs> here's your link. And then 24 hours later, the podcasters emailing us say, hey, here's my link. It's not up. How come I'm not online? And we're like, so we started investigating and 90% of the time people haven't entered a description. So. Then I'm going over, I'm like, is this show on Apple Podcast? Boom, no. Boom, no. Boom, no. It's not over there. It's, right. it's nowhere except for Spotify. And I'm like, hmm. And then I had a podcaster make a comment to me. That I don't care about being on Apple Podcast. I want to be on Spotify. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. only. And I was like, really? oh. Yeah. Really? I said, do you understand? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I want to be on Spotify. And I thought, man, we have jumped the shark here. So that was the reason for my Facebook post. That's the lead up to, you know, the backstory, what led to that commentary. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, people are really excited about being on Spotify. I have to say, I mean, Dave Jackson did post a, a, a post to the Facebook group uh, where you posted about the whole, whole Spotify situation saying that people were submitting shows um, before they had any episodes. And, and in some ways, if you really back up and you think about it, especially if it's a new show, I can see where there would be a misunderstanding about that. Mm -hmm. uh, people want to get their distribution. I have this conversation with all people right. all the time uh, before they post their first episode, yep, right? Yep. And it's a reasonable thought. I mean, it's not unreasonable to think that you wouldn't want your distribution to be in place before you start publishing your episode. That's right. right. Um, so the only real workaround for that today, and I'm sure many of you know this that are listening, you you do a promo episode. Right? Yeah. You post a preview episode or whatever you want to call it, um, a trailer. You know, there's all sorts of terms to describe it um, before you launch your first official show, and that's that's a way around this. Uh, but it sounds like some people are just enthusiastic <laughs> yeah, thinking that they can just get in before they have any episodes. Yeah. That episode zero, you know, for those of you that are right is, is important. And so anything we don't see as that as much, 
But yeah. Dave said people were, you know, they're just like coming in, signing up, adding their show name, and boom, right over. That's the first thing they do is go over and hit, and that's, they don't stop, go right. read, new, nothing. Right. And um, so in, in another example is I had a, I have a, a content creator who is doing video, and he wants on Spotify. I'm like, eh, eh, it isn't going to work. You know, you have to right, create an right. audio version of your show. Yeah. So it's just, there's, you know, some little things here, but Hey, maybe it's the uh, Rob, maybe MTV. It's like uh, the video generation. Uh, maybe we can have a, a podcast video site where it's, uh, you know, like YouTube, but only for videos, but uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've already got That's that. A throwback to yeah. the past. Yeah. Vimeo bit. and YouTube. Right. Yeah. Right. But you know, and it, it just could be that, um, Spotify is trending towards being the the cool platform as you look to the future uh, right. for podcasts. I, it, it's, it appears to be heading that direction, and Apple is kind of you know the the old dinosaur that's sitting out there yeah. that's that's you know bringing all of the the audience. But you know maybe Spotify is going to become a a huge presence in this space and split that market share with Apple. A couple of questions from the chat room. Bill says, Todd, what is the best way to listen live to your show? You can listen at live dot uh, dot com forward slash live, or you could uh, yep. load the Twitter, load the uh, twitter.com forward slash NMS podcast or twitter.com forward slash geek news. Those are probably the best ways to listen or even on Facebook. I think you can go right to the Facebook page on your mobile phone too. Uh, yeah, or or YouTube. <laughs> yeah, or on YouTube. Yeah, we're at YouTube too. At uh, and again, that's another thing, Rob. We can push to multiple YouTube accounts so long. It's it's a little more tricky, but so long as you have, I think you have to have a hundred subscribers to your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Clinton said yes. Spotify yes. The Spotify cash. That's yes. They do. Um, and well, yeah, do you have to watch two comment streams now, Clinton? Yes, I'm actually coming up with a solution where I'll have a chat window with four or five different chat areas in. So this is the challenge of multicasting to multiple locations at once. Right. Hey, by the way, does anyone know on live stream if you can send an RTMP? push to them as well and where do you find that in the live stream because I, I i think i'm paying for like the 500 dollars a year account and i couldn't find it so if anyone knows that or do you have to be on like the 800 dollars account to push an rtmp feed because i'm not upgrading any higher than i am now <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's an interesting question i mean it and frankly, Todd, how many platforms do we need to be on? All of them. <laughs> you want to be on every single one of them. It's more of a it's more of a challenge. Right. You know, I'm just looking right now. There was like seven on between the two Twitter accounts, ten or eleven total. Right. And we've got five here in Facebook. We've got uh, uh, how many on YouTube right now? Up, up to, as high as four. So you know, a little by. It's not like we're we're really pulling in thousands. Oh no! That's but we true. might get someone's attention, though, and you know that's the key—is to at least get their attention, right? You know, I, I'm just a nerd, Rob. So when I see uh, this kind of stuff, and I have time, well, a geek, you're a geek. Yeah, and Full actually, geek. and what actually happened was, is last week I had a couple of days I could breathe. <laughs> right. 
and you, you know, I don't, I'm not able to um, breathe often, but I, I do have a confession to make. So, and this is something a podcaster should pay attention to, especially if they have their own websites. So I was, um, I, I just, you know, I've been busy. So I logged into my uh, stat counter account where I have, and I have a Google analytics account too, but I use, I've been using stat counter for years and it just, I, I like it. And I said, huh, traffic's down to my website. And I mean, I'm expanding the view and I'm like, oh, traffic's been down since July 1. And I'm like, where have you been, Todd? Why haven't you been paying attention? But there was a couple of other telltale signs something was going on, but I was just busy. So I went over to Google and they've got a dashboard over there where you can run your site through a an analysis system <laughs> mm-hmm. and it came back and it gave me like this many issues and I'm holding my hands as far as part as I could. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I said, Oh my God. And you know, I it's geek New central has been running on auto, autopilot for literally years. Reboot right. the server once in a while. I get in the server. I'm looking at it. Response time's fine. Loading's fine. I'm like, what's the story? What's happening here? Why am I having issues? So, be frank really with it. I, I talked to Angela. He says, I'm too busy. I, I can't spend a day on your site. Uh, we get too much stuff going on. So, I did a call out on Facebook. And um, a guy that I worked with uh, years ago, when we mm-hmm. first launched Tech Podcast. Remember when we launched Tech Podcast, Rob, before? See, we put it on Drew Paul yeah. first. And then we... I don't know, you had a couple of versions of it. Mm-hmm. And I had a guy that, um, his name is Vasily, he's out of Ukraine, that I had worked with years ago. And I, I'd be honest with you, I don't even remember what he coded. He coded something mm-hmm. for me. And uh, he was really good. And, and well, Vasily, has been following me forever on Facebook. And he saw my Facebook post. And, you know, this guy that I haven't talked to in 10 years comes up and says, hey, Todd, <laughs> I can help. And I'm no Vasily. So him and I chat a little bit and I trust the guy. And I'm like, so, you know, your keys to the car, the keys to the server, when you hand that over, <laughs> you know, that's a big thing, right? You give someone the root level access to oh, your, yeah. to your yeah. box. So uh, then I don't use, uh, we have a PBK certificate. So anyway, I sent that over to him. And so, and he sent me a quote and the quote was, price was good. Mm-hmm. So if anybody needs any WordPress work, I've got a guy for you. But anyway, um, and not just WordPress work, but optimization and that kind of stuff. So they've been in the site about eight hours already. And my site was running, and I'm ashamed to say this, it was running in the basically uh, hundreds the best number and zeros the worst. I was at like a 24. This is bad. Wow. So Google. Wow. Put me in a penalty box. That's what I was going to say. That's what they'll do if your performance isn't good My enough. My performance yeah. was bad. They put me in the penalty box. Uh, yeah. And I was just, you know, things are running fast. Page loads fast. Looks good to me, but not to Google. So they worked on it eight hours on um, yesterday or day before. Brought it from 24 to 72. And they have another day's worth of work to do. And he fully expects by the time they get done with the second round, they're going to be in the, I'll be in the high nineties 
again mm -hmm. the way it mm -hmm. should be. And it was just some basic stuff that I haven't been paying attention to. Image sizes on your blog. Uh, huge, huge. You know, so I you know, grab an image off Unsplash or resize it, you know, upload it and not paying attention to the size that 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 320K image should be mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 32. <laughs> right, right. You know, all this stuff. So, um, yeah. So, you know, here I am podcasting all these years and I'm dependent on my web traffic from Google to drive a whole bunch of stuff, including feeding new listeners to the show and everything else. Mm -hmm. And uh, here I, I screwed myself. So, um, wow. and it's so it, what it'll take is once the speed is back up, you don't instantly get back in Google's favor. It's like you have to re earn a trust. So I'll probably be in the penalty box for another six or eight weeks. It could recover faster, but yeah, it's just, how frequently do they come around and test, right? And check for that. Well, they're indexing the site every day. They're looking at it. Right. Right. But, to, you know, and hopefully Vasily has some suggestions for me, how we get out of the penalty box faster with, uh, with Google, but Google giveth and Google taketh away, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. So it's, it's a lesson learned right. for me. And so, you know, I'm like, uh, Hey, Angelo, <laughs> Uh, let's do some, you know, let's do some, we, we, you know, we built our system for speed, but I'm like, we need to make sure we're living up to that expectation. So when Vasily gets done with my stuff, I'm going to cut him loose to look at some other stuff, um, that we do. And, uh, he's reasonable. I, you know, I initially thought, oh man, how much is it going to cost? And I was, right. now this is how serious folks I am about my band, about my, well, I should have been serious before. So confessions of a podcaster here. So, you know, you know what I was going to budget for the repair of this thing? I, I immediately said, this is, uh, I'll put $3,000 at the repair. Wow. Wow. That yeah. was my budget going in. Wow. So that's, that's a lot, but it's, yeah, that's that, a lot. but Rob, <laughs> it's the whole machine is, is dependent on right. that traffic. Right, right. So actually yeah, it's and this is for Geek News Central folks. So just this is from my site. And the new media show sits on the same infrastructure. Right. So um it's the tip of the spear, right? It's right. the tip of the funnel. It's That's all right. of your everything that you do for your business is funneling through that. So yeah. for me, you know, it, I would have spent more if I had to. And right. and the the total repair bill is going to come in. I'm thinking six seven hundred dollars, maybe maybe a thousand total. So I'm very very pleased. I just told him fix it. <laughs> right. <laughs> do what you need to do and be in it as long. And so and then then what I'm going to do and, and Vasily doesn't know this yet, but he's going on retainer. <laughs> Check on the site once a week on a regular basis. Get in right. there, and make sure we're good. Because uh, I can't afford to have to screw this up again. So makes sense. Yeah, it does. So lesson learned from me, and I'm and I'm, you know, <laughs> you get in the shower, and you're cussing yourself. <laughs> Ever chew yourself out, Rob? 
damn. And you're just what like, was I thinking? you ever do that? You ever, you're ever beating yourself up? <laughs> oh, yeah. You definitely. know, it's and like I'm, I, I'm in the I shower and or, I'm scrubbing yeah. myself as hard as I can. I'm like, you idiot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But, you know, and I, I had. Uh, so and another thing. OK, so I, I'm too much on me, but. So another thing I, I, I made an internal decision on was it was obvious to me that I've not been paying attention to the fundamental stuff that I should have been paying attention to. So this is a admonishment to myself and I put myself in the penalty box. I said, so you're, and I basically self-imposed punishment on myself and it isn't punishment. I have to get back in. I'm blogging every day now again. Um, I'm contributing on Geekness Central personally, bringing my voice back to it. And not that my writers, my writers are wonderful, but uh, I became disconnected from the talking product versus, uh, not the talking, the written product versus the talking product. Right, right. Yeah. But anyway, so check your check your websites, folks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and if you've hired staff to work on your website, you got to get in sync with what you're doing online versus what you're doing on your audio show too. I think right. it'd be helpful. Yeah, it's helpful. It yeah. is, and it's you know, and so there's things that come up that I see. I'm like, I'm going to talk about that on the show. Well, I better talk about it on the written side of the website uh, first, so I can reference back to it during the show as well. So sure, sure. But you know, I used to do the whole site myself, you know, and it's it's a lot of work to write two or three articles a day, and um, but that's what I'm going to do as long as I can, you know, I might not get three out a day. I might get, I guess I got two. Uh-huh. So. That's still pretty good. Like I need more things to do, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us. Right. Right. So anyway, I'm so, sorry to get us off the beaten path here a little bit. Well, I was going to, going to point us to this, this, um, podcast trends report that came out last week did you see this oh i maybe i did not where's that at uh, um actually if you go to podnews.net yep you can see it there uh it's in the most recent um newsletter that uh, james put out so uh, i see okay i'm looking at articles it's not under articles huh so but a podcast trends report by, oh, it's by Serial. Okay. Yeah. Discover Pods published their podcast trends report. Okay. Correct. Correct. I think they do a survey, yeah? Yes. That's what it appears to be. It looks like they survey um, about 1,156 podcast fans. Mm -hmm. This is a fan site, and 368 of whom are podcasters themselves. Right. So it's a little bit of a blend between listeners and podcasters, it sure. looks like. Uh, which typically podcasters, I don't believe, listen to a lot of podcasts. But um, but uh, it's it's interesting. Some of the numbers were a little surprising, I would say. Um, this says 76.8% of people listening to podcasts um, for more than seven hours each week. Yeah, I, I believe that. Okay, and 61% of respondents spent more time listening to podcasts than watching television. Well, here's the reason why, because I think a lot of people have become cord cutters. Right. Now, and, you, and they spend a lot of time in their cars. And, yeah, so the question is, define television. Is that 
well, I guess right. any TV, Netflix or. It should be watching video. I'm not sure. Yeah, I would think clearly, so. Clearly, clearly define what TV is yeah. these days. Um, That's true. <laughs> yeah. Because TV um, for, could be YouTube videos. Yeah. Right. Right. What, what fits into that category? Uh, and then 48.8% of the respondents said they purchase an item after they've heard about it on a podcast. I, I would say that that number surprises me a little. It seems a little high. Yeah. Um, but, and then, but considering uh, of the 1,156, 368 were podcasters, that probably drove the delta a little bit. Yeah, probably. On that, on that one. And then it looks like 57% of podcasters list marketing and building an audience among their top challenges. I would agree with that as well. Yeah, I'm actually hearing that more today than I ever have in the podcasting space. Um, how do I grow my audience? How do I get more listeners? Um, that I'm sure you're hearing it all the time mm -hmm. too. It's, 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 it's becoming a chorus of, uh, screaming is what it is. Um, so, which leads me to some of the conclusions that I've been talking about on the show over the last few episodes is the concern about audience growth. Yeah. Um, and, and how do we do that? You know, I've been experimenting a little bit um, with Facebook boosted posts. Right. So I haven't, uh, I did a, the first, vi I don't have audio on Facebook. So I did my first boosted post and it was, I didn't spend much. I spent 25 bucks on a boosted post um, and I ran the campaign over three days. And the video got um, about 1,100 total views now how long they listen facebook doesn't tell you but i did get about 1100 so for me 25 dollars 1100 that kind of lines up cpm wise on what i would right. expect so for for 25 dollars to get a thousand people to get exposure that and I, I made the campaign specifically that was not I, I, I excluded podcasters and excluded people that were already like my site and a whole, you know, I set it up in the, in the campaign and targeted a specific, um, group. And I, I felt pretty good about that. Now, does that turn into subscribers? What is percentage? Three, 4%. So in, right. that, in that case, does that, uh, does that, is that worth it? You know, maybe not, but you know, that's one thing. And I, I know some other people have had some success, but, but I'm doing video. Most podcasters are not. Right. That's true. There has been a trend kind of moving away from video in relation to podcasting. Yeah. The last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, fewer and fewer people are doing video unless they're doing some sort of a, a, kind of a YouTube focus mm -hmm. of what they're, they're doing, but it's usually a little bit different than their, their audio podcast. So it's usually, it's usually shorter and more to the point. Yeah. This show is a mirror, exact mirror. So, you know, you, right. you hear, you hear and see the same thing. Right. Yeah. Which I think is, it's easier for the content producer, but it may not be ideal for the platform per se. I think right. 
people are used to shorter content on some of these platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a 90 minute marathon. That's right. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, trying to think here, I'm looking at that, sur- that survey study to try and figure out where do you listen? There's a slide in there on, and the study is showing that 78% of people are listening while they're commuting 65% are listening while they're doing housework hmm. and 55% are listening um, during free time. So what this tells me is that podcasting continues to be a multitasking medium um, where people are doing something else yeah. um, while they're listening. But I tell you, and here's also another thing. So say those three things again, and let me show you where the, where that hits in. So it's number one while they're commuting. Uh, yes. 78%, almost 80% are listening while they're commuting. Number two. 65% is while they're doing housework. Mm-hmm. So they're around the house, they're doing stuff. They probably have their earphones in their ears. Yeah. Uh, it's probably what they're doing. And then free time, which I'm not sure what that is. Right. It's laying on the couch. Is there you know. a, uh, is it break it down and say where work falls in on that? Nope. So let's think about that. When I'm concentrating, I can't listen to podcasts. When I'm working right. on a document, when I'm right. working on a proposal, I have to stop. I, I'm off because my brain is wants to listen and right. my brain wants to work and it can't. But when I'm vacuuming the house. <laughs> right. I would be, prefer to listen. Yeah, listen. because it's a low level, you know, you're just pushing something, right? You don't have to think. <laughs> well, the problem with listening to podcasts while you're vacuuming is that that vacuum is usually pretty loud. So unless you're, but, unless you have, but, you have good, good volume in your episode, you're probably not going to get but, hurt. But if you're washing windows or spraying yeah, right. the house down, the yeah, it's, it's menial. Cooking. It's, right. it's stuff you don't have to use, uh, IQ power towards, <laughs> you know, so you're more, you know. And can you watch TV? But here's the next question. Can you watch TV? Have you ever, well, all of us have done this, had the TV on, something from Netflix playing, and you're washing the ditches, dishes? Well, yeah. you end up holding the dish and looking at the TV, right? Because, right, right? because you can't do both. Right. You can't. That's right. Or you hurry up and throw the dishes in and then go back and watch the TV. So, Todd, did you see the... The announcement that the Amazon folks made about the uh, the new Echo uh, oh. being being embedded in uh, a fifty nine dollar microwave oven, or how about or how about a a clock? <laughs> a clock on the wall. Yeah. Did you know you needed an Amazon device on your in your clock? Right. <laughs> so it's only twenty nine dollars, though. It's the it's probably the cheapest way to get a get a uh, you know I hate to say the word, but a but an Alexa device. Um, oh, you just triggered it. Don't say that word. <laughs> People listening out loud now just lost. The, they said, hello. The show just got stopped on. So I, I have to spell it out. I say, you know, that A-L-E-X-A person. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, but that's by far the cheapest uh, device is that wall clock. Right. $29. But I looked at that. I looked at that whole. They made seventy 
Amazon products, device. Right? Uh, they only showed 10. Not all of them were products. The total set wasn't totally of 70 products. But if I'm Google or if I'm Microsoft or if I am Apple, I'm sitting back going, well, you know that what I said earlier, standing up in the cubicle and saying, F, 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 F. <laughs> That, that's what the Google executives are doing because Amazon has said, we're all in. Yeah. We're, we're all in and we are going to flood the market yeah. with. They, they are throwing mud against the wall. They are, sure. they are going to just dump everything right. they can to attract any. They're even going after hi-fi folks. They're going after smart plugs. I mean, you name it. And it's, how most the IOT. That's what this is. This is the Internet of Things. So yeah. all of us, I can almost guarantee everyone listening to this show has at least one Amazon smart ALE speaker, right? smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of her in the house. I've got three. Actually, uh, one, two, three, four. I've got four because I got the I got the show sitting here. I never use it. Um Actually, and they're saying there's going to be some content for it soon, but so, so Todd, Todd, uh, here before you jump to the next thought, I was I just had this thought that I had to get out. Um, so because we can't use that word right to describe the product of Amazon, that also has an impact on everybody out there that got that is named that right. There's lots I, of women I, that are named that. Right? I think they can so, rename the. I think you can. Isn't it? You can reprogram. It doesn't have to be. Hey, oh, yeah, I think. Oh, you, really? Oh, I okay. think so. Okay. I think it is possible to reprogram that. So I, I was thinking this is this total discrimination against <laughs> you know women that have that first name. Right? If, if those women should be pissed. <laughs> So why didn't why didn't they come up with some other arbit? They could have come up with some other arbitrary word for it, but I guess. It's like it's like Hal, you know, in Space Odyssey, right? Hal, right. Well, you know, it's it's part of a, a little bit of a personification, right? It's, right, it's right. Making it making that person more personable, more human, human. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, the the program device, and I'm not saying it's artificial intelligence in the least. That program device that is controlled by a bunch of minions back at Amazon. Right. Speaking of of minions. <laughs> Some minions back in Amazon. I held up a glass with a minion eyeball. I know I saw it. The uh, that was for the benefit of the audio audience. The uh, <laughs> you know it's yeah it is what it is. But because uh, you look at what Microsoft named those, there's no no person named Cortana. You know there that's not a word that. I just wonder on the the naming conventions. You know, they come up that list of popular names. Right. I bet the A L E X A name is forever destroyed. I bet you for the next ten years it'll be. We don't want to call our kid that. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because then he'll he'll never be able to do a podcast. Well, that's for sure. Where <laughs> <laughs> you have to come up with a, a different name. Right. And, so, right. and Apple was smart too with the, you know, with Siri and coming up with that name. It's not a name someone's going to be called. So, right. And although yeah. I, I get very irritated with Siri, um, Siri has gotten stupider. 
be honest with you. It's, <laughs> I'm having more, the, the voice attacks, I think I've said this in the show, the voice attacks on Siri is horrendous. It's horrible. And I'm using my Gam, Amazon, not my Amazon, my Samsung Galaxy S8, the voice attacks is about 95%. Wow. It's, it's a huge delta. Oh, and I, okay, so uh, I did order the uh, Apple Watch 4. And I did oh, order, did. yep. Oh, okay. And I and I went out really big and bought the Apple iPhone XS Max two fifty six, so two grand. <laughs> Holy! Oh, for both of those. For right? both, yeah. Because I I did bought the stainless shiny uh, version of of the Apple Watch, so I bought the step up. Yeah. So yeah, two grand, and I'm thinking now I got to use those for two years, and I'm doing them amortization over that in my head and i'm like man man now even though raw voice paid for the phone it's still like man <laughs> right that's a lot of money it is and, yeah. you know, and, and you know being a, a responsible corporate citizen i'm thinking we're gonna have to maybe go to a three-year refresh right well it's, i don't think i can justify spending that much money every two years and is it and is the phone going to last that long is the question. I mean, f- from a performance standpoint, these things, these things, uh, slow down. Yeah. And I've got an iPhone, let's see, it was seven, eight, 10, right? That's how they went. So I have an iPhone yeah. seven plus yeah. and it's starting to get, there's times it annoys me. So I've yeah. had that phone, uh, probably two, yep, yeah, two years. I've got an iPhone um, five here. It, the battery doesn't hold the charge for very long anymore. You get that replaced. Can you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The so my son, he's chomping at the bit because he's got an iPhone five. Yeah, he's yeah. got a five. It's it, a candy bar phone. And uh, it's the big size though. So, oh, it is. Yeah, mine's the the what the four inch screen. Yeah, whatever the. Anyway, so he's chomping at the bed. He That's knows. Fun. That's fun. And That's I said, no, I didn't. Tiny one. I, and I didn't order it to yesterday, so it's going to come sometime in October. But. But I still I'm using both. I'm using Android and, and I'm using, the iOS and I'm finding myself going to that Android a lot. Yeah, and I. I have an extra Windows 10 phone. Oh, that's that that's great paperweight. <laughs> I haven't even used yet. <laughs> and then here's my here's my regular one. Yeah, we, we, I got I got too many phones and too many Windows phones. We have to move you. We have to move you off of this Windows phone stuff. Uh, I I know, but it, it still does my basic stuff. It's, it's, it's got a browser. It's it, it is. I, I can still do Twitter and Facebook, and it doesn't have all the the, the cool apps on it. But I I'm a big fan of the UI um, of it. So and it's it's what I'm used. Only to a well. true Microsoft guy would say say that. Well. <laughs> Actually, it is the only innovative UI. Oh, stop. It is. It is. Both Android and iOS are like cookie cutter <laughs> copies of each other. I hate to say it. And I always like, laugh. Where's the innovation there? And I always la- the- laugh when the Android goes, I have full control of my phone. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you're a super geek and you you uh, you know you 
you jailbreak it or whatever the equivalent is for right yeah then maybe but you know really <laughs> and hey, actually Todd, I, oh go, go ahead and finish it's and most android users are actually handicapped because their manufacturers slow to update them so right so i I did find an interesting slide on that uh, Discover Pods podcast trends report. I've been kind of flipping through the slides, and I found one that uh, is titled, Where Do You Discover New Podcasts? Mm. Right? So they did ask the the 1,100 people um, how they discovered podcasts that they listen to. And, And it looks like that the number one is word of mouth friend recommendations. Oh, imagine that. That's a, that was a big surprise, right? Right. And then number two is cross promotion from another podcast. Okay. Yep. Number three from social media or a website. Uh huh. Okay. Number four is in app charts or recommendations. Okay. Hmm. And five is celebrity or influencer promotion. So that's at the bottom list that that one like is like 5%. Interesting. Uh, So number one, word of mouth and friend recommendations. Number two, cross promotion from another podcast. And which I'm not sure how people are generally doing that, uh, social media, uh, or website. Right. So, um, so these people, these are mainly listeners. So this is how listeners are finding new podcast to listen to. I I don't think I would disagree with that. Yeah. At all. all. Someone on YouTube said that, uh, there are advantages for having a mirror of your podcast on YouTube for searchability, audio transcripts, YouTube popularity, et cetera. I don't believe that these, and there's been some studies done by a bunch of people that just slapping up an audio file on YouTube is, is not even effective. Right. You know, you okay. put, so anyway, that yeah. was, that was a comment that was made in the, on YouTube. I, 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 if you're doing video, yes. Otherwise I, I disagree personally. So I just flipped the slide again. Sure. And it says the slide here is the biggest challenges facing podcasts today. So this is like three items that they listed. 87% said podcast discovery. Well, whatever heck that means. Uh, and then 78%, almost 79% is lack of awareness and 67%, um, said low podcast quality. So low podcast quality, right? So, you know, quality content, right? Right. Low podcast quality was how I would read into that. So this podcast discovery thing, which we still need to un- unpack what that means and lack of awareness, um, I'm still, that's still pretty high. That's almost 80%. Um, not entirely clear what that means either. Uh, is it lack of awareness of the individual show or is it lack of awareness of the medium? Um, what is it? Right. I, I don't lack of awareness in the medium. I, I, don't think so. I, I haven't had someone ask me what a podcast is in a couple of years. Right. And uh, yeah, advertising. As far as the quality goes, right? You know, I get in these fundamental 
discussions with people all the time. And, you know, my <laughs> recording done, you know, that's the philosophy here. But for better or worse, both my ums and huhs and spaces. And I'm sure if we edited this show, we'd probably find uh, five minutes worth of stuff we could strip out. But I don't have five hours in a, you know, I have a family life to deal with. So the yeah. the folks that are in the production business, they get really angry with me when I tell them, you know, don't, don't edit. So right. I, it, it's just, just like I'm stumbling here, that could be cut out. But the, um, the time involved, the time commitment, I think is a big reason why people quit. Right. It takes too much. <clears throat> well, and if you're doing it live, um, there's less of an incentive to do editing. Now, granted, you can. I know people do live audio podcasts on Spreaker all the time. Right. And you can pause the publication of the of the live episode because it, it, it will process and drop into your RSS feed right away. You can pause it and then download the episode, do the editing, and then publish it later if you want to. Um, so I, I just, you know, you and I both are at least with this show anyway, we just don't think like that. We, no. we just pull the microphones up and do the show. And, but you know, it is a question is editing the path to making our show considered to be quality or is the topics or the content or the personality is what defines what a quality podcast is. I don't know, or is it just does plain Mark, audio quality? Does Mark Marin edit? Uh, I would imagine he probably does, because he's not live, so he would have. Well, the I think ability he does. I think he does live, doesn't he? Or maybe he doesn't. Uh, I don't think so. I've I've never heard of him doing live. There's really not that many big podcasts that are doing live, hmm. um, but there are a lot of big shows that are live. You know, I'm handicapped here by doing live in the time I do my show. I do it at 8 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time, which is 2 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. Everyone's in bed. Right. Or 11 Pacific, same situation. So only the diehard folks come and listen the night owls. Right. Or those on the West Coast. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, but that works with your, your life. That works with your schedule. Right. right. And I think, I think too, though, the, if I think about it a little bit, the reason and I've said this, I may have said it recently. The reason I did live was it forced you to be better, better prepared. You know, I have a, I have a battle rhythm with Geek News Central. I know it, that, that show, and it's, it starts expiring as soon as I get done with it too. So it has to get out immediately. So the, you know, this show, we could probably spend some time editing it, but I don't have the time. Neither do you. Yeah. Well, and we've, we've built an expectation out there amongst the community that listens to this show that accepts that accepts right. what we do is, you know, turn on the mics and start talking too. It isn't like we're trying to, you know, make a serial here. This is, this is like, uh, the premise of this whole show is you and I getting together at Starbucks. Right. And whatever that content is, is what the content is. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's just the kind of show that we're creating here. For me, the raw beauty of podcasting in the beginning, and it still is, 
is just the raw nature of it. Right. And this is one of the reasons why that I love the No Agenda show, Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. They apply the same principle. They just go. They yell at each other, call each other (laughs) stupid. You know, they... They come up with some crackpot conspiracies. You know, they do all kinds of wild stuff. And, right. and for me, that, and just the, and it's still a highly produced show. Right. You know, they go three hours, for God's sake. You know, two, know. it's crazy. That's twice as long as we do. And right. they, have, they have content end to end. Right. You know, they, their, their prep timers got to be huge. The number of clips that they run, they run clip after clip after clip. You know, if we had a, 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 a new media show army out there that was collecting clips from all the, and, hey, this is kind of, this is an idea. If you listen to another podcast show, another podcast about podcasting show, and you see something there said, man, what's, what, what would Rob and Todd say about that? cut that clip and send it to us. We'll play it. Right, right. <laughs> you know, we'll play it on the show and, uh, and give, give us your commentary. But I, and or, my English here, you and I Rob, yeah. that was dumb. You and I don't have time to do that, but right. if, the rest of you are listening to other podcasts, um, out there clip, you know, clip that piece and send it to us and, you know, make sure he tells where it came from so we can attribute it when we play it. So it, you know, that way we we can have commentary, but we need this. Uh, I'm going to call you guys the new media show army, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to go out there and grab this stuff. And if you right. want us to, to weigh in, because we definitely, because that's one thing that's about a podcaster. We have some opinions. Oh yeah. Well, you better. Right. Yeah. Because that's how you're going to engage your listeners. Actually, there's another slide from that research deck. Uh, it's titled what's important to podcasters <clears throat> and the number one on the list is engaged listeners, 95%. Number two, producing a quality podcast, 93% and 88% says publishing podcasts on a consistent basis. So I think people are thinking mm-hmm. in the right way there. Yeah. Um, engaged listeners. Um, that's, that's a pretty I mean, a lot of these are big bucket terms, right? Sure. Um, that's hard to get clear on what they what they mean. But um, ha- having engaged listeners is <clears throat> what we all want. And we have Literally. a we have a secret group of folks that send us emails that say, "Well, we know that they don't want us saying who they are." That are sending us tidbits here and there. You know, right. they're sending us commentary. Did you hear this? Or did you know this? Or did uh, here's the rumor on that? Did you know so-and-so left this company? We have a fair amount of that that comes in. Yeah. I mean, there are our, our new media show correspondents. Right. The new, the new <laughs> let's call them the new media show army. Yeah. Army. yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah. The correspondents, maybe that's a, that's a more gentle, kinder. Yes, name. that's right. That's right. <laughs> army invokes violence we don't want to be yeah. we don't want to be taken down for for well, uh, we're not a conspiracy in, show. invoking an though, army though we could be a conspiracy show oh i'm telling you yeah we get a fair amount of that too right so i found another slide uh, from this deck it says 58 percent of podcasters consider earning revenue important 
So I thought it was 58% consider <laughs> earning money from their podcast is important. It's a 50, pretty high number. 50% of them don't check their email. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's how important is it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it amazes me how podcasters are all about making, want to make money, but when you send them an email that they there's an opportunity to make money, it's like crickets. That's because it gets buried in their inbox. Right. And, and you know, and they're, 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 these must be shows that are getting a massive amount of fan mail because they can't get to our email. You know, must, they must be getting thousands of listener comments. So our stuff gets buried in the pile. Right, right. Because obviously making money is not more important than those other emails. That's right. But yeah. I'm being very tongue-in-cheek here. I'm sorry. It's just, know, it's, it's, it's a very, and I, Rob, you know, we talked about in the last show, you said something about texting. I was like, yeah, let's do that. And so guess what I've been looking at this week is texting platforms. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks that's for right. the suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. No. Um, I think it's interesting that we didn't mention the 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 big announcement that uh, the serial season three started. <laughs> Did you listen to season one or season two? No, me neither. <laughs> I know some of you are big fans of that series. It's great, and it was, it was kind of funny. The one that's getting all the press right now. Um, out of Gimlet, what is the name of the show? Uh, oh, crap. I'm drawing a blank on it. Uh, I'll, I'll get it here in a second. It was, uh, it's being talked about. I mean, it, it's getting some seriously good reviews. Let me look, let me look, let me look, let me look, let me go down. Let me find it, let me find it. Here we go. Um, let's see if I can find it. Dr. Death. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dr. Death. Yeah. These people are going crazy about this show. Yeah. Well, what, it immediately shot up to number one. Right. right. And it stayed there. It's it's getting a huge amount of... It's, it's the next... It's basically, in my opinion, based upon the feedback I'm getting on this. And again, I couldn't even remember the name. Um, it's the... It's a serial likes it you know it's it is a it's not a well it's having it's a serial this, killer it's a, yes it's a serial killer there you go <laughs> since murder and death is the commonality right. here typically right yeah so yeah what yeah, is it with people with this fascination with serial killers and death and right right exactly you know well it's the same thing that's been going on in the movies for a long time right it's the it's the thriller kind of. I've always been think, an action movie guy. Maybe it's just a dude thing. Yeah. I, I I don't care about blood and gore. To me, I, I don't want to see that. Right. I mean, it, it, it seems kind of anti to what you would think people would be attracted to. You know, those YouTube videos so. where they show people face planting and that kind of stuff. I can't watch those. I'm, 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 I'm a wuss. I, I see that. And I just, and I, and I, it's like I self-inflict that kind of pain upon myself, you know, because I remember how I was when a kid, I was doing some of that dumb stuff that could have ended badly. And, you know, so it's, I just can't watch those videos where, where people impale themselves on things. <laughs> hey Todd, did you see this, uh, this article that, that was uh, put out by 
Colin Gray from the UK. Uh, just just a just yesterday, he put it out. He says the title of the article is "How to Turn Live Broadcasts into Podcasts That Don't Suck." <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I should watch that. Maybe we should do take some instruction. Colin's a good guy. Yeah, well, he is. But I think it's interesting that that's you know we were just talking about that topic, and here he's written an article about it. Um, it says live broadcasts don't tend to repurpose very well. In fact, more often than not, they make for really, really sucky evergreen content. <laughs> That was the first sentence of the article. Yeah. Well, you know, I, to, in, 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 to, a, to a certain extent, he's right. You look at, um, you know, doing live with Geek News Central, there, there's nothing ever about that show. It's 96 hours, it's burned, you know, it's done. And then this show, though, I think even though we, uh, we do it live, I, I think we yeah. have some pretty good evergreen on this show. Yeah, I mean... I I'd say half of the content here is evergreen, but right. I think we do a lot more kind of um, latest news, breaking you know news things that are going on in the medium, on you know from the past week, um, as opposed to the kind of content that I produce on my other show that I do, which is more topic driven, um, for you know help self help kind of that kind of stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean I think your comment that this show. Um, if you go back and listen to all the archives and you go back in time that you can get a PhD in podcasting, Todd. That's right. <clears throat> I, I, I believe um, that. It's probably true. It's if probably go, true. If you yeah. go back and listen to all 220 of these, I, I, you know, if someone really wants to get like serious and help us out, you take the, go through those shows and find those like golden nuggets and cut them out and make a best of for us. Right. You know, be, I, yeah. I'm not going to do it, but if you, if someone else wants to, you know, awesome project we'll we'll give you lots of credit <laughs> it's it, it, but again we run out of stuff to say too so sometimes we get on tangents like this morning me talking about you know my failure in keeping my website up to date <laughs> <clears throat> well that would that, i would consider that to be evergreen content <clears throat> there so. oh really you would consider that one a life lesson piece that podcasters should yes. pay attention to. Correct. Well, probably true. <laughs> if you have your website, you got to keep an eye on it. You can't just take it for granted that it's it's doing what it's supposed to be doing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, you know, and a lot of people don't have their own website, so they don't have to worry about that. But uh, again, for me, it's been bread and butter for from the beginning. Holy cow, we made it. We're we're already at ninety minutes, dude. I know. <laughs> We're podcasters. We we like to talk. Yeah. So, right. And this experiment doing this live stuff is cool. Too bad we couldn't have gotten uh, Twitter up earlier. I feel bad those folks missed the first. Of course, they they missed me complaining about it not working. So I guess they joined the show at the right time. <laughs> That's right. They got to the quality content. <laughs> One thing I haven't learned about shutting this new stream down, though, is because there's some lag. So I don't know what happens when I shut the transcorder off. If it's all makes it to the location, I don't know if I have supposed to leave the transcorder up for a few minutes. This is the one thing I haven't quite n narrowed down here because usually when I hit stream off, things are done. It just you know, within you know 15 seconds, it dies across the space. But uh, this is just a little bit different of a dealio hey one thing um 
for those of you that have been watching today, wherever you watched, whether it be Twitch, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on uh, Twitter, uh, we're going to add Mixer next week. We'll be on Mixer. If you, if the video quality wasn't where you thought it should be, um, if it didn't look clear, I definitely want to hear from you. I want to hear if you had any, um, if, if stream didn't look right per se and uh, give us some feedback because I'm not going to go back and audit. Well, I, I'll go back and look at them a little bit, but I want to make sure that uh, everything looked decent across the band, across the space. Rob, I don't know if you want to, I'm just thinking if I bring this screen up, let me bring it up and let me show you the, so let me pull to see if I can pick the right screen here. Oh, I've got to switch this. Duh. All right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, where's that button? Button, button. There's that. Let me switch this. Making this all work here. Okay. All right. Now I can find the right preview. So this shows the actual performance of how the, it shows the, the purple line is the frame rate. The green line is the inbound. And you can't even see the, the orange line. I don't know why it's not there, but it shows the inbound frame rate as it's gone in. Mm -hmm. uh, so it actually shows me how the performance of the, from my connection to right. Wowzer worked out. So it just gives you a little bit of health across the time of the, and what's amazing about this, and let me, is actually shows the CPU usage too. And I was, I was really worried about the CPU usage of the um, system and this thing doesn't even, it's not even blinking at doing this transcoding. So yeah. it's kind of cool, but anyway, that's. That's what it looks like. It's not hard to set up once you kind of get it figured out. So, so Todd, what's your schedule look like? Are you home for the next few weeks? Or? Yeah, I think so. Next week's going to be nuts because I, the it's International Podcast Day starting right. on sometime. They're starting the live event sometime on the on Saturday. On Saturday. Sunday yeah. is when I think I'm all, I'm stacked up all day on the podcast awards, two sessions on International Podcast Day, but it should be good to go Saturday. How about you? Yeah, I should be good to go too. On um, and then also on on the sixth of October, I think I'm I'm okay. Uh, yeah, probably I'll I'll be able to make that work. And um, I'm going to be traveling um, that next week. I'm going to be go, go, I mean, after that, yeah, um, going to Toronto to the rain summit up in Toronto and then going back to New York to NAB. Okay. So, so you probably won't be available on the 13th then. Um, I think I'll be back by then. All right. Um, I think I'll be able to do the 13th and I should be able to do the, I should be able to do the 20th too. I'm not sure that there's going to be any problem. All right. So tentatively we'll I'm scheduled to leave. Maybe, maybe the night of October 20th. And I'll be out, okay. for, be out for a couple of weeks. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll be able to do audio, though, on the weekends. Um, okay. But the 13th, uh, my wife gets surgery on the 10th of October, but I sh okay. she should be home. She's going to be in the 
um, possible for a couple of days. But I'll, we'll keep, I'll keep you advised on the 13th. Okay. So other than that, I think we're... Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, right. mostly. So this is how we do meetings here at uh, the New Media Show. <laughs> <laughs> we, in, we involve everyone in the process. Right. So people can make plans to join us or not, right? So uh, again, our experiment today to do to seven different locations, we, we were pretty good throughout. So except at the beginning. Everyone, right. thanks for being here. Todd at Blueberry.com at Geek News is my Twitter account. Rob? And Rob at uh, Spreaker.com. I'm, I'm Spreaker this week. I'll be Vox Nest next week. Okay. And <laughs> at Rob Greenlee at, on Twitter, right? Yes. And uh, you can go to my website, um, RobGreenlee.com. And I do another show show called the Spreaker Live Show, SpreakerLiveShow.com. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And uh, the streams are going to go down periodically. I hope you don't get cut off. If you didn't, if you do get cut off, you're not going to hear my voice anyway. So we'll see you next time here on the new media show. Everyone take care. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.